0: Hi, this is Anushka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks, I appreciate your support. So you can notice where your attention is right now. And there's not a wrong answer to this question, or this inquiry. So you can notice which field the attention is in. Could be resting in the field of the body, body experience, sensations, could be your attention has been resting in the field of the mind and thoughts. It could be it's been resting in the field of sound, and hearing. You can notice the distinctions between these fields. So there's connection between them. But they're different fields of experience. Feel the body sitting, you can feel the breath. And you can notice if there are thoughts about the body sitting, thoughts about bodily pain, <coughs> thoughts about itching. Thoughts about movement. So just recognizing that these thoughts, this field of the mind is distinct from the direct experience of the body. A simple experience of hardness, softness, coolness, heat, temperature. Vibration, tingling, and all of this is also different from the field of sound. you hear the sound of the bell you can choose whether you want to open your eyes or just experience that through the field of sound and continue listening We've spent the day primarily connected with the uh, experience of the body in sitting, experience of the body in walking. But you may have noticed that there's also this experience of the mind going on. So whatever your thoughts from before you came on retreat, whatever your problems perceived, or pushed away. Yeah, the momentum of mind or the momentum of these stories may likely have continued to unfold whether or not you chose to pack them along. So we rest the attention with the body, training the attention to know something besides our stories of the mind, our stories about ourself. So most of the time we're fully occupied with our stories about what's happening, our stories about our life, stories in which we are the center of the universe, And these stories can be of oneself and things that have happened to one in the past, oneself and things that might happen to one in the future, oneself and what people around think of one, or ruminating about what one thinks about oneself. Almost like a radio or TV going in the background. And meanwhile, the body is sitting, breathing, the body is walking back and forth, engaging in very simple activities. One helpful aspect of this practice is to remind us there's something besides the story that we're telling ourselves about this life. And to question even whether this story is true. whether all our perceptions are true, all of our opinions, all of our ideas, spoke in the afternoon about expanding our ability to be with a variety of different experiences. And you might have had practice in this already. When things do not appear according to your liking. So when there's a physical experience you don't wish to have happen, Or if a memory shows up that you don't wish to have experience of, or a mood intervenes as a backdrop that you wish were not there. So, as we start to bring mindfulness to our experience, we start to get some sense of how our idea of life gets constructed. The ways in which the world gets constructed for us, an idea of ourselves and others. I saw a film recently about movies and the music that's played underneath movies, the scores that are created, and how this influences how we view films, the emotions, the moods that go along with certain images. So in pulling this apart, it revealed the ways in which Our experience of film is so influenced by what kind of music is underneath of it. And what kind of emotion they attempt to elicit from the viewer. And in the most skillful ones, you don't realize that you're being guided, or manipulated, or influenced to feel like a scene is romantic, or a scene is scary, or that there's some dramatic tension. So likewise, there's ways in which, when we don't tune in and notice the ways in which the mind is playing out, the moods, the emotions, the thoughts, there's a way in which there's some underlying score that's influencing us. Primarily we've been tuning into the experience of the body, but you might have had many different experiences of mind states or moods as you've gone around the day-to-day. You can maybe reflect on, yeah, what was the mood or mind state when I woke up this morning? Could have been surprised, could have been happy, could have been alarmed, irritated, groggy. And then how did it change as I went to breakfast? What was it like in the morning? How did the mood change if it did? at midday? What was it like when I went outside? What was the mental soundtrack during lunchtime? How did this influence the experience? What was the mood like in the afternoon? What were the thoughts like? What's it like now? Is there a sense of well being? Is there a sense of happiness, of irritation? excitement, anger. Now, how is this influencing the thoughts that we're having? The way that we're experiencing the body in this moment. even as we're tuned in to the experience of the body as a field to anchor our attention what can be revealed is something about the influence of the mind even as you reviewed your day He might have felt an expansion and a contraction in the body as he went over different times of the day. But through all of this examination we can investigate, just as in investigating the construction of a movie and how it influences us, the construction of that which we call our lives, that which we call our So Buddha pointed out a few particular themes or soundtracks that might arise that can be challenges for meditators. The first two are influencing the body and the mind. So sleepiness or sloth. Tiredness of the mind, tiredness of the body. we talked about this earlier in the day and possibility of opening the eyes standing up but with all of these different experiences we can also just bring some investigation and curiosity to what it's like so what's it like when this is the theme song of your sitting or your morning There may or may not be actual music accompanying this. I can feel very sluggish, low energy, sense of being pulled down. With all of these, again, notice, ah, this has just come up, it's not been here forever. You can get curious where you feel it in the body, where you feel it in the mind, and how it's changing, where the edges of it are. The opposite soundtrack is that of restlessness, or worry, agitation, So noticing a lot of energy in the body, a lot of energy in the mind, chaotic thoughts, feeling like jumping out of your skin. So with all of these, if you can notice this is the theme song going on, it's possible to be with it in a different way. You can expand your awareness to be as large as the whole room, even bigger, expand up to include the sky, and then allow all that energy to just be there, in whatever chaotic form it needs to be, without needing to kill it or push it away, (coughs) and just allow the thoughts to be like popcorn popping. Remembering that mindfulness, that awareness can meet any experience. A lot of freedom if we can remember this. This knowing cannot be harmed by anything, no matter how chaotic or difficult. Another theme music that may come up is the theme song of aversion. Of not liking what's happening. Some hints that this is the theme music is that everything seems to be terrible. You start to dislike everyone around you. I dislike the walls, I dislike the food, the squirrels, the rabbits, the grass. And check in and see like, oh, there's aversion here, and dislike, contraction of the mind. So if you can tune into what that feels like, then we're freed from being pulled in to believing that everything is terrible. Sometimes you'll find like, oh, I don't want to go do walking. I don't want to go do another sitting. It's possible to notice that and then experience what it's like to walk with aversive mind. What it's like to sit and do nothing, breathing with cranky mind, grouchy mind. There's a lot of freedom in not being held hostage by these mind states that come and go. They're not you, they're not yours. You did not invite them. They don't have to run the show. And see if you can bring mindfulness to feel. What's this like in the body? What's this like in the mind? This contraction, aversion, dislike. How is this coloring the thoughts, the mood, my ideas about myself, about everyone in front of me, about meditation, about the world? Related theme music is that of wanting. So, wanting something specific. This is like the theme music of obsession in the mind. We get fooled by this one to think what we need is the object of the obsession. We need another kiwi. Gotta have that particular walking path. I need to change my socks. The world collapses into just you and that object. If we don't see that this mind state, this kind of soundtrack has taken over, then we follow through with that. We feel like we can't be free until this goal is achieved. Everyone and everything is an obstacle in our way. The trick is that the mind state can pass without achieving that goal. You might occasionally notice that you forget about your obsession. Maybe when you smell something good or occasionally distracted by stepping on something or a different train of thought. See if you can notice, like, oh, this is desire. It's this theme music that is obsessing the mind. final one to keep an eye out for, which is sometimes the hardest to notice of all, is the quiet, insidious theme music of doubt. There many versions of this. Doubt in yourself. Everyone else is sitting so steady and still. We must all be very close to enlightenment, only me. I can't do this practice. Doubt in the teachings or the practice. That doesn't seem to be working. I should have gone on that yoga retreat. be doubt in the teachers. If people don't look old enough, they should have more grey hair, should have better outfits. If you're gonna be real spiritual teachers. No doubt in the path itself. Yeah, this is something for ancient people. It's just something for people in other countries. It's not for me. So all of these are thoughts that can plague the mind and pull us off the path of practice. It's only through practice that we can see whether or not it works. This can be the most insidious theme music that we get pulled into That doesn't mean that we can't inquire and explore, but the best way to do this while you're on retreat is through using this different way of knowing, of awareness, that we're learning. If you hear something, you're not sure about it, try to check it out using your practice. Try try to take all your projections about the other people and how awakened or not they are with a big grain of salt. You don't know at all what's going through anybody's mind. Likely everyone is suffering just as much as you are. Or not. If not, you can have sympathetic joy for them can be happy for them so we can start to practice trying to notice yeah, is there some theme music is there some soundtrack that's influencing me that I'm not noticing Is it of this energetic imbalance of sluggishness or restlessness? Is it of the mind being obsessed with wanting or not wanting something to happen? Or is it a sense of doubt in myself or in the path? We can tune into changes in the body, changes in the heart. See if we can notice the way that these play out. <coughs> Remember that all of these theme songs that arise, they start and they end, just like every single song. None of them lasts forever. You probably didn't notice when they started, but if you tune in, you can sometimes notice that they're changing and that they're ending. (coughs) You can notice in some way that they don't belong to you. You didn't invite them in. That which appears in the field of the body, that which appears in the field of the mind, comes seemingly unscripted. There is no you in them. There's no you who owns them. Now we can practice just learning to see them just as they are. And notice how they influence the way that we see the world. And how things seem in our experience. and even if you have actual theme music going on. You can also notice that this was uninvited. Notice how this is influencing your sense of who you take yourself to be, what seems possible, how the world appears. So you can check in again, how it seems to be the soundtrack in the mind. Sense of calm, peace, boredom, agitation, obsession, sleepiness. And regardless of what the soundtrack is, when the bell rings and it's time for walking, it's possible to walk with whatever that soundtrack is in the background. Not allowing it to kidnap you. could be grouchy mind. I don't want to do another walking. I already did so many today. Surely it's over by now. Why is there one at night? It's already dark. I can actually bring sense of kindness, sense of metta to this mind, cranky mind. Notice this soundtrack. I'm okay. It's time for walking with cranky mind. It's time for walking with sleepy mind. It's time for walking with heroic mind. And just be ready, because it could change in an instant. Because that's the nature of the mind. May we all learn to recognize these soundtracks in our mind and heart. May we all grow to understand how this human life is constructed and appears momentarily. May we see through the delusion Causes suffering. May our sincere practice cause us to grow in wisdom and in love for our own benefit, the benefit of all beings. you enjoy your walking meditation whatever the soundtrack that's on i to come back for our last formal sitting in which we can do some uh, metta meditation practice of goodwill and kindness in half an hour Thank you for listening To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed please visit